On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, John's back from vacation. And we talk about all the great things that happened while I was gone. I missed you. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm the guy that peed in your sink during your house party, Brendan <laughs> O'Connor. <laughs> oh, that is a great way to welcome everybody to K Restaurant here in Orlando. We're recording tonight in College Park at their gem of a restaurant, K Restaurant. Uh, John... Ha- I love it here. I do too. This is like our aunt. My, I say are like me and you are married, but my wife and I. This is like <laughs> our anniversary place. We, we are will, basically married. Yeah, we're joined at the hip. True. This is where we would come, or we have come to uh, have our anniversary dinners. It's like a special. It is like a special space, but it I is. also think it's it's pretty accessible just for like normal nights. Oh, totally. And Rocky, the server, always takes such great yeah, care of us. Yeah, he's been giving me a lot of massages tonight. <laughs> uh, well, it's the way you're dressed. It's you're asking for it. <laughs> <You're> victim blaming. <laughs> Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including College Park, where we are tonight. And Winter Park. And Winter Park, which is uh, where all everybody's parents are who live in College Park. Yeah, and Thornton Park, and Soto, and uh, Paramore, and all downtown Orlando, all the places. I'm so impressed by you naming all those neighborhoods, John. Yeah, and uh, if, you, if you've missed any of our episodes, you can go to iTunes and, and listen, or uh, Google Play. You can also go to bungalower.com and uh, read everything if you're more into reading. Which is what I recommend, because you should go there to fact check anything we're saying. Oh, yeah. We've had a we're lot. We're wrong of a lot. A lot. Not a lot. <laughs> You're but wrong. But sometimes. I'm wrong. If you prove me wrong and something I say, let me know and maybe I'll send you a sticker. <laughs> uh, so I've been gone a little bit, Brendan. Where'd you I, go, John? Tell I everybody where you went. I went to France. I went to Germany. I went to Scotland. I went to North England. You biked a lot. You walked a lot. I, wi- I walked. I biked. I camped. I saw things. I ate things. I want to say... Those are the trips where your wife gets pregnant. <laughs> and I hope it's true. We'll see. Nine months from now, baby. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how long it takes? Yeah. Straight people. That's crazy. Well, you can just adopt one. I'd get one in a month. <laughs> I don't think it works like that either. <laughs> I'll just walk down the street. Find you got to kidnap a baby. Is I mean, that what you're going to do? So on your trips... Can you say like one thing that you wish we had here in Orlando? Like uh, I will say, I, I, I know the one thing. I think I've said this before. Uh, electric scooters. <laughs> electric scooters. So we were in Paris, my wife and I, and we had to get from one side of town to the other. And we could have taken a cab. We could have taken a bike. But I was like, there's all these scooters around. Lime scooters. There was a company called Bird. There was an, another company as well. We hopped on a scooter and we got from one part of Paris to the other, and it was a few. It was probably five or six dollars, but it was totally it's worth nothing. it. Super fun. So we Romantic. need those scooters. She was holding on to the back. Yes, I love that. John. Yeah, yeah. So we should get some scooters here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Everything. Ah, uh, I love I'll hearing about, about that. When people leave Orlando, like obviously you should stay here forever. But if you <laughs> go on trips, I want to hear when people come back, like about things that you saw, things you learned in another place that you wish were here, because that's the only way we're going to grow up and be I, a bigger. So and I will city. say one more, and this is this is something that I think every city should be. So I was in Berlin for about wow. a day and a half. 
You can literally drink anywhere you want in Berlin. Like anywhere. Like you, you're on the subway, you're on the you know, walking around. Maybe not the subway, but everywhere else. Like if you have a beer in your hand, it's not fine. a problem. It's cool. And they're cool with that. And so that'd be nice to have here too. Why where did that come from here? Like I have no idea because there's certain cities like where the you temperance can, era. Probably. Right? I mean it has to do with Puritans and, and all of that, I think. Why but, doesn't yeah, the government trust us to drink in public? I have no idea. But literally in Berlin, if you have a glass or a, a bottle of beer, it's cool. Like everybody has them. And you can buy them at shops and just mm-hmm. walk outside and have a beer. And they also have like leather sex festivals in oh, the yeah, streets. They do. So oh, yeah. like, Very liberal in, in, <laughs> in Berlin. I don't even, I can't drink publicly. That's a, that'll they lead had to a leather zoo. sex. We walked through a zoo that was just like a public zoo that uh, they didn't have like a ton of animals, but they had like chickens and goats and cows oh, and like deer. That. Yeah, it was just like a park that happened to have a bunch of animals. And they had a, a really cool thing in Berlin. It was a decommissioned airport. So it was an airport from like the 60s when they would do airdrops and stuff. And, and the Americans and the British would come in and they turned it into a park. And so people were like rollerblading on the on the runways and having community gardens. And it was just really cool. I wish we had like I like zoos, but I don't you know, you understand, understand that you feel a little bad for the animals. Yeah. Right. But like. Deer and stuff like they grazing were, animals. Who cares? They, they were just, more like chickens and goats yeah. and pigs. We could do that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we just like put some uh, deer around Lake Eola and call it a day? And beers, <laughs> <laughs> and beers. Yeah, deers and beers. I like it. <laughs> so that uh, was my my trip. You missed a lot, John. You missed. I a did. Lot. I did my photo shoot for Fair Villa. I heard. I'm now a hashtag male model. Oh, I like that. Hashtag plus Zoola- size. Hashtag Zoolander over <laughs> yeah, there. You're right. Blue steel. <laughs> uh, we'll be seeing those photos like any day now. I'm super excited. They're going to be using Did you the- talk about this already? I know we've talked about this. Well, we talked about it, yeah. On the radio? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we did. Yeah, we talk about it again. Give it some context. Uh, Fair Villa does a big push for gay days every year. And, a lot uh, of pushing during gay days. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> And uh, they usually use like a big muscle man, you know, as you do in the gay community. And they said, this time we want a dumpy dude. <laughs> they wanted someone normal. There's muscles there. Somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked me to uh, be the face of Fair Villa Pride. And the body. And the body. And so we did it. We went to a pool. What pool did you go to? In this like mid-century modern home over by Clear Lake, like by the canals and stuff. Oh, okay. And I uh, was put in little skimpy shorts, John, and they made me kind of, you know, do my thing. And I have to say, it's like a nightmare for me to take my shirt off in public, let alone have it photographed. Uh Uh-huh. Nightmare. Uh I medicated myself and I did it. <laughs> so now, now you're over it. Now, now you're going to be the, the body of gay days. I saw one photo and I was like, that's my body at this moment and I should be okay with it. Live up to it. Straight dudes don't care about their bodies, right? They're just like, yeah, I don't yeah, know about that. Shirts and skins when you're playing hockey and stuff. Yeah, Nobody yes. cares, right? Like, you I would should, die. Can you get a shirt with you, like a t shirt with your. No? Just you don't, you don't want to do that? Could I? What do you mean? Can you get a T-shirt of that photo that you showed oh, me? Oh, yeah. You can do whatever you want. You should. You want, <laughs> would you wear it? I would wear it. Would you wear it and say, yeah. this, is, this is my boo. Tank top. My boo, Scooter. Uh-huh. Scooter. Brendan. So we will moment. see those photos at some point. 
Yes. So some updates. We had a lot of things happen. We went to the Tin and Taco expanded space in, in Soto. Not They're my ex- College Park one yet. No, nope, that'll happen soon. Okay. We're moving into the pie. If you missed that episode, I think we talked about that maybe three episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, they will be, they just expanded their Soto location. And that menu is killing it. So good. They, they re-ramped some tacos. So I had a great time there. Uh, we were at Taste of Winter Park on Wednesday night, and uh, Ravenous Pig kind of blew everybody away with this really cool uh, chicken and waffle take. Really? It's like a little waffle cone with like chicken pate, chicken Oh, that inside. sounds good. You can like eat the whole thing at once. Delicious. Fantastic. So congratulations to you. You're at Taste of College Park as well. I was a host. Normally, yeah, I'm a judge. a judge there, but I was out of the country. I actually so usually I get do it. you to do it, so I don't have to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I, you know, I'm a big dude. I don't want to. I don't want to be eating all that stuff at once. I'm trying to be good, but I went this time, John, and uh, you know that was great. Grills won for their poke bowl. I've had their poke entree. bowl. It's good. Delicious. Yeah, they do a good job. But in all fairness, I wasn't like super wowed by everything there. That was one that I was like, this is great. This is a great dish. You have a small community in College Park. We don't have as many restaurants. Yeah. I don't know. K Restaurant was fantastic. Yeah. Dumpstrad usually does very well with their crab cakes. Every year, crabs cakes. They do. That's why when it came up, someone else wanted, Ricky Lee from Tasty Chops wanted them to win for their crab cakes. And I was like, dude. Every year, every they year. do do crab cakes every year. Come on, and they're very good, Let's but you should probably do something different. Yeah. So sorry, Dubs, right? It was my fault, <laughs> and I'll own up to it. Uh, I also judged the poutine palooza. I heard you and Maxwell and Colberg. Was that fun? It was yeah, cool. I don't get to hang out with Maxwell very often, so it was fun to uh, be hanging out with Scott Maxwell and yeah. eating French fries, and my buddy Jim Colbert and uh, Reyes Mezcaleria won for best poutine. Really. John, it was fantastic. Uh, I I can imagine. I like their food. They do great stuff over there. Tomato gravy. It was really? like a ketchup, but not ketchup. It was gravy. It was Interesting. so good. Interesting. Uh, just really innovative. Really fun. Really fresh. Uh, Sushi Pop did a great job, and so did. Oh man, I'm forgetting the other person. They were great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Uh, wow, that's gonna come back to me. But they congratulations, Reyes, on that. And then uh, I just saw Dear Evan Hansen, which is the latest. Ah, that's the show at the Dr. Phillips Center. Yeah, with Broadway. Good? Latest touring show. I didn't know what to expect, John, but I loved it. I've heard good reviews. Yeah. It has something to do with like social media and commentary of our current times. Do you want to do you want to hear about it? Or? I, yeah, I have okay. no idea sort of what the plot of it is. I didn't either. I just was like, I'm just going to go because Scotty's like super excited to go see this because it's got everything he needs, like school age kids, <laughs> angst. Music, you know, something bad happens. Yeah, that's like recipe for Scotty. <laughs> amazing night, right? So I went, and uh, it's about this kid who's obviously on like some sort of autism spectrum, and just can't deal with life. And he's been challenged by his therapist to write letters to himself, and his name's Evan Hansen, right? Uh. So he writes, "Dear Evan Hansen," writes this letter, and uh, it turns out. That this bully at school takes the letter, Ooh. but then later commits suicide. Oh, spoiler alert. Right? Well, yeah. I guess I should say, <laughs> if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead a couple minutes or <laughs> turn wait, off you a couple minutes. You can't now. <laughs> Everyone knows. This is a synopsis. Um, it's good, man. though. Yeah. But then everybody thinks that he, that the dude who committed suicide wrote the letter to Evan Hansen. 
right? And so everybody thinks they're like best friends, and so that creates a lot of complications. Okay. Uh, I don't want to give you. I don't, I don't want you give to too give too much, too much away. That is in the synopsis for the show. So like, ah, uh, you're not, not my fault. Okay. If you get mad at me, then whatever. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> Anybody? Any, every time you tell me about a show at the Dr. Phillips Center, you mention that the old ladies in front of you leave the show. Uh, Did they leave the show this time? No. Ah! And people were gasping <gasps> out loud like they could not handle the stuff that was happening. I actually at one point was like motioning to Scotty like I want to pause this because I'm so into it like i'm having a, an anxiety attack i don't like where this is going i need to pause it and take a minute and i couldn't uh-huh. so all i could do was motion <laughs> <laughs> like please stop this from happening all right so out. go see it basically go see it, go see it. amazing good. really good show good 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 uh news wise oh i got one more one more update of th- something that i think people should do go ahead i'm gonna jump off orlando health on may 11th there's a fundraiser called Over the Edge for Heart of Florida United Way. You're jumping off a building? You could repel. Ah, they've done the this. Top. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. So they invited me to take part. Really? Yeah, I'm really excited. Bank of America or? Uh, Orlando Health. Oh, their building. That makes that sense. That big tower, which is great because I'm afraid if I fall off. You're like, right there. <laughs> <laughs> they can just like put a stretcher right there. I'll just fall into the stretcher and it'll take me in. Uh <laughs> And any, if anybody else wants to do that, if you want to try it for yourself, you can raise $1,000, pledge to raise 1000 bucks, and go check it out. They're not cool. paying us for this. Uh, I just thought it was super cool. Awesome. So check that out. Uh, did you have any new things you wanted to talk about? Not really. Okay. I've been gone for two weeks. Right. So let me I know the Magic are in the playoffs. I should mention that. So they're playing tonight at the Amway Center. It's their first home game in the playoffs. Where did they play against Toronto Raptors? I think they bo- played both games uh, in Toronto, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I was gone, so I could be wrong. Right. But they play. I'm pretty sure they played both games in Toronto. But I, I, could I was be totally, gay, so I didn't pay attention. So they, they won the first game. They lost the second game by a lot. And so they're, they're playing right now, okay. I believe. And uh, so. What did they lose by? Raptors uh, had like 100 and something? It was like 111 to 82. They got Whoa. destroyed the second game. Won the first game though. It's cold. This is the first time the Magic have been in the playoffs for years. Seven. A lot. So when I first moved here to Orlando, they were still pretty good. You know, they had you know Dwight Howard and everybody, and they were going to the playoffs. And I would watch every single game because I was super into it. And then the last five six years, they've been pretty miserable. So it's good to see them in the playoffs. They sort of. I don't want to say they snuck into the playoffs, but they kind of did. Uh, and and they're, I think they were the eighth seed. I, I, I'm not super into it our right teams, now. Our Orlando teams did so well this month, John. Yeah. Because you weren't here. But the but the Raptors are, are the best team in the league, or one of the best. And so Holla at my people. Yes, yes. And so uh, it was a big deal that they the, the Magic won the first game. And so now they're trying to win the series. So we'll see. Uh, I caught the qualifying round for Orlando Solar Bears. I think it was against the South Carolina Singrays. John, that game was so great. Yeah. I actually felt like I was a kid watching hockey like on the couch with my dad. I was having a, a I love a good moment. hockey game. I was yelling, like, keep your stick on the ice, <laughs> boys. I couldn't handle it. It was so good. And then uh, the city uh, pride, Orlando pride, was also in the, their – in their finals, right? Yeah, and I just I love it. I love how how well our local teams are doing. Keep it, keep it going, keep it going. New designs were just released for the Vertical Medical City, which like 
in all honesty, I don't really feel like it's going to happen. You don't think so? No, I think it's like a weird You think Ponzi this is scheme. just like a, like a hoax? I kind of do. Like, if you're asking me, like, honestly, in my heart, will Vertical Medical City happen? I'll say no. <laughs> but, you know, this Vertical Medical City This is supposed to be downtown, peeps, right? Yeah. They're looking. They were trying to do it at, like, Jefferson and that surface parking lot. Now they have zeroed in on the empty lot, actually across from our co-working space in the north quarter. Ah. Mm-hmm. Which is a big space right next to the train tracks. Easy access to I-4. Yes. Orange, Orange Avenue. Uh it's a three-tower project, integrated medicine of all sorts. I think there's, like, hospice, emergency, everything. But like so wait, right who's there. building this? Or who's supposed Ponte, to build it? Ponte, Ponte, something, something. So wait, is it affiliated with some sort of hospital? No. No, it's just, like, private practice? People who just really want to build it. Like, right. architects and designers and... Spin I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea to have like everything no. in one spot. I mean, if and you can have everything, they're great. But like, designs look great. I feel like most of the time, when who would do that here locally is either Advent Health or Orlando Health. Like, and they're expanding. They're up, they just knocked down a bunch of buildings in Ivanhoe Village to build an extension for one of their parking garages. Advent Health. Advent Health yeah. did right be, right by the Seven Eleven there. Uh, that, we should have a post up on that soon. I just yeah, they have, have been knocking it. down buildings over there. I've noticed all of that. those buildings, and then like across the street is the old downtown. What is that? Or the theater? Theater, theater downtown. downtown. You know, I only went there one time. I saw a fringe show there. Cool space. It was the coolest space. Like yeah. you walk in, and it, it seemed like you were just like in a whole other world there. And they had a bar, and it was just a cool place to see a show. And just they were right closed like a. Like a year or two after I moved here. If you are leasing space from the hospital, you're going to lose your space. Yeah. Like, you you are a placeholder. You're a number. I, I've never understood why they... And, and, and I'm sure there's somebody at a theater downtown that can explain it better. Why that went out of business so quickly? Because, like, they haven't done anything with that space. Have they? they? They're going to knock it down. But, it, but it's been, like, four years since they kicked out the they're theater. They're not in any rush. They're not in any But why not just let the theater do their thing for a few more years? They lost the president of the hospital changed. Huh. So priorities have shifted. The idea was to knock it down and make it parking for to facilitate a health co-working space. It was going to go in that orange packing uh, building right behind it, which is a beautiful building. Just uses storage right now. I don't know where that's going to go. The hospital doesn't have to tell us anything. You know? No, you're right. And they you're don't right. tell me nothing, John. They see me emailing and they're like, oh, no, we won't tell you what you want. But, hey, we're having a Pilates seminar. <laughs> Why don't you come check that out, Brendan? <laughs> nope. I'm good. <laughs> uh, speaking of improvements, though, we were just I just did a story on Dubcoat and ah, the Bank yeah, of America I saw building. that. You, so know, you know, when that w- – w- can you remember all the places that were at Dubcoat? No. No. All I remember <laughs> is there was a rabbit statue in the courtyard at some point. So whatever was there like two places ago. Okay. I was there one night. This was six years ago now. I was there one night and somebody threw up on my shoes. <laughs> and I and I was just like. Was it you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> I was just like. This this isn't right. Like <laughs> this isn't right. That's <laughs> like I, every I, time I go to Cowboys. And there's like nothing I can say about it. Just, some guy just like threw up on my shoes. Okay. And uh, I don't remember the name of that restaurant though. It was whatever was like two restaurants I before. Love it. 
Dovco. Dovco is great. They have great food. Great Want me to find them and beat them up? Who, no, who I threw well, a, like who threw up? I don't know. Like, what am I gonna do about it? If they tried that again, John, I'd have your back. All right, I'd get them. All right. <laughs> so they're doing improvements there at the <laughs> courtyard. Dovco's <laughs> uh, been open for a while now. I can't even tell you how many years. What four years now? Yeah. Maybe. Um, beautiful French brasserie. Very. I love it. They have a great happy hour. Great, great breakfast over there too. I know it's not Dovecote. It's uh, foxtails yeah, in Fox there. Foxtail does their coffee, but there. the kitchen does the breakfast, and they're amazing. Really Those sandwiches, sandwiches are like four dollars. Yeah. Totally. You worth want a that. quick breakfast sandwich on your way into downtown? You can pull into free parking behind the, behind the bank. Hop in, grab a sandwich and a coffee, and you're on your way. And it's a good place to have like a morning meeting too. Yes, I've had a few in there. I, I have too. It. There's a smell though that comes with the Bank of America that I don't understand. You walk money. in it, and it, it smells looks, like money. Is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> it looks like Hogwarts when you walk into the main foyer. You're like, I'm in Hogwarts. There's going to be a goblin behind the counter. True. Um, they, the new owners of the Bank of America building, are renovating the plaza that's just outside. Which I'll tell you. It's about time because it looked awful. It could be a really cool spot to have dinner and cocktails and all of that. John, we have all the plans up on bungalore.com, so if anybody out there wants to check it out, you should. Uh, it looks like Miami. They put up like these walls of like fake ivy <laughs> on this fence in between, these really cool pillars. I feel like you would walk back there in like Marie Antoinette hanging out in a bikini, <laughs> and there's like a pig dressed up like a unicorn running around i went to versailles i i, I should oh. know that. Yeah, i did that's yeah. what it it's very like urban it feels rich feels so it's opulent. open now they're in the process they've done some private events there already very modern furniture uh it will be open for brunch in may i think you're doing some brunch stuff there now but like officially open in may and then they're going to do a a series of cool events in May as well. Because Bank of America's there. moving, right? They're moving out of that place. Yeah. I don't know what's going to go in that old space, but it better be a cosplay Harry Potter <laughs> bar. Where are they moving? I can't Do you remember? remember. No? I can't remember. Somewhere downtown, right? It's got to um, be. SunTrust building. Maybe the, uh, isn't SunTrust moving over to that other one? SunTrust is moving into the Church Street Plaza. And eventually, I'm sure that BB&T building will move too because they merged with there's SunTrust. A of, there's a lot of like shuffling happening. All banks. There's right? all banks. Banks. I like how you say bank like you're well, spitting. I've, I've always wondered why. We don't have much time, but I've always wondered why there, there's really not any... There's not a ton of corporate headquarters in downtown Orlando besides banks. I disagree. What, Red Lobster? Like if you're thinking like big corporate, like yeah. Fortune 500? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not even no, that. Right. Just no, like right. a company I would recognize. Fairwinds, they have a big one. They're, they're, okay, they're a credit union. They're Bags, not a bank. Bags, Inc. over in Paramore. Have they opened their stuff no, yet? No, they haven't, but no. I was hoping you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm winning this right now. <laughs> you're winning um, I think that's what Orlando needs. They need a downtown. Yeah, we're trying. They're trying company trying that that has their headquarters. The problem downtown. was they were missing Class A office space, and so they're hoping that with this opening up of the new Plaza space, and, uh, that that will happen. You can attract more. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I want a I want a big corporate company to move to downtown Orlando. Yeah, you do. Here's the challenge. Come back after the break. We'll tell you which one. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Musicians and poets, sign up for The Voice of Melrose, our open mic night that happens the fourth Thursday of every month. The next open mic will be April 25th at our downtown location. 
Facebook is a great tool for business. Learn how to create and manage your business page at our Washington Park branch on April 26th. Discover theater in a whole new way through an interactive workshop. Rep Readers featuring Susical the Musical is at our Alafaya branch on April 28th. Participants receive a voucher to see Orlando Repertory Theater's production of Susical. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdagger. And I'm the dog that bit your ankle, Brandon O'Connor. And uh, we have been hanging out at K Restaurant in College Park, right across the street from the post office on Edgewater Drive. <laughs> A beautiful view of Edgewater Post Office. And uh, we had some pretty amazing food tonight. Can we rhyme off everything we had? We had uh, buffalo cauliflower. Buffalo cauliflower on a bed of tzatziki. Some sort of broccoli dish on a I bed can't of the bechamel. Yeah, bechamel. bechamel. Yeah, it was delicious. Very, very good. We had a salad that had uh, mozzarella in it. It was a panzanella, like Italian bread salad. Fantastic. Very, very good. We With had a, a. It wasn't mozzarella. It was a oh, burrata. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. which is almost like a. It's the basic same thing. Uh, we had scallops. Scallops. I had scallops because you're allergic to them and you will die if you eat them. <laughs> like duck fillets, which was delicious. Those were, those were great. With like a lentil salad. And, and we just, just had ate, dessert. Which was he called it crack pie. <laughs> crack pie, which tasted almost like a pecan pie without any pecans, thank God. And a creme brulee, blueberry creme brulee. And drinks with all of those So things. many drinks. It's so guys, very, very good. Drinks are flowing. Rocky's been taking care of us, and I have to say, I have to apologize because we are feeling this boom. Yeah, a little bit. But and y'all uh, know if what you happens. haven't been to Kay, come check out Kay. It's a it's a great place if you've it's a locally great place. owned it's and locally operated. owned. It's in like an old house. Uh, they got all kinds of great food. It's a good place for like an anniversary or a yeah. special occasion. But you could also come here for uh, just dinner and ask for Rocky the waiter if you're not easily offended. And you'll <laughs> have a great time. <laughs> Speaking of Edgewater Drive, we should talk about these trees. Do you want to talk about it? We talked about I it last do. episode. We oh, you did? Oh, that was all right. Well, okay. then, then we don't need to. I can't remember if I was talking about it because it was like something I was working on. Chopping down. They're chopping down 20-some trees here on Edgewater Drive. Oh, you know what? It was in our work list. All right. Well, so we're good. We can go they're into chopping it. trees down this weekend because uh, I guess about 15 years ago, some of the merchants on Edgewater Drive said, we need to pretty this drive up. So they started planting trees, uh, I think mostly palm trees. Laurel oaks and palm trees. And those palm trees grew up, and now they are... Uh, in the power lines. In the power lines. <laughs> Which is what trees do. Yeah, and, and there was a story in the paper in the Sentinel about it, and they... Oh, somebody had, somebody, when did that happen? Yeah, somebody... Uh, <laughs> I think somebody from the power company, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the power company, okay. said I they did, they did this... For good intentions, but good intentions aren't always so good. 
And now they are growing into our power lines, and we have to chop them all down. 23 trees yeah, are being removed, and 20, also, 27 are being trimmed. Apparently, like, where they are are, like, in the way of, of sidewalks, too. Like, if you ever walk down Edgewater, which most people don't. You know what? That's bunk. You think so? John, I can't even let you finish that sentence. But what? There, right, you know well, what's more in the way of the sidewalk? Power lines. There, well, there are more right. <laughs> power poles in the middle of the sidewalk for no reason than trees. Because you know what a tree is doing? It's also providing you shade. It's true. What is a power pole doing? Yeah, powering your cell phone. It's Who true. Cares? <laughs> anyway, they're gonna knock down. They're gonna cut down three trees. I think are being taken out. Twenty-seven are getting trimmed. They're not replacing them. No, they're gonna. Re- they're literally nope. pouring in cement in the holes as soon as those trees are out. I think that's a huge mistake. You think so? Yes. Well, but if you're the power company... I know that there's going to be more... There's going to be like a street reshaping. They're going to be putting in like islands and things. You can't have trees growing into power lines, right? Underground the power lines. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's probably the more expensive, more... super expensive. ...better idea. Move them back. Why do they have to be on the sidewalk? Put them behind the buildings. The, the power lines. Yeah. Why do they have to be like where everybody's walking? I, I, I just wonder if it's it's cheaper to just chop down the trees. It is. I'm not saying it it's is, a better idea. No, it's cheaper, and that's it's why they're doing cheaper. it. It's cheaper. Uh, cheaper and quicker. Giant mistake. All right. Giant mistake. Just trim the tree. A palm tree, though? Nah. Or replace it with a tababuya. I don't care. There, there's a, you, you can't get rid of the trees. We're already losing a, gi- a giant percentage of our mature canopy because they're old and diseased and development. You could plant trees in other parts of yes. College Park. <laughs> ah, you need that them on Edgewater. If you want people to be walking from business to business, like in a main street, which this is, you need shade. Do they have trees along Park Avenue? Yeah. Like beautiful big, mature big trees. trees. Oh yeah. All right. And I'll tell you what, if they were gonna cut down a tree in Winter Park, there'd be letters written. True. People would be upset. You actually can't like plant a flower without getting well we probably need the people actually walking on edgewater drive first before we can complain about they walk or people not really no no is that why because it's hot i don't think there's enough stuff to walk to like like there's enough stuff to park at and go eat but to go to another place there's just not enough oh well that's, I can't fight you there. I, I could I be wrong. Agree. I, no, I, guess I, I just don't think there's enough to go to. That's sad. I love my college Heard park. Heard here first. John hates college I park. I do not hate college park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is nothing new. I have no segue for this. Jimmy Buffett has a new pot line. Have you heard about this? A little bit. It's called Coral Reefer. Ah. <laughs> like his band. That guy brands everything. The Coral Reefer. It's, it's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Super smart. He's doing it with, uh, what are they called? Sertera. 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 Yeah, that's Tom and Dan's. Uh, they, they get oh, some. Really? Yeah, they do. They have a sponsor, I think. I wonder if they should get their own line. Should. They should. They uh, actually have a dispensary in Sodo, which will be launching it this Friday. So it's so medical marijuana, Jimmy Buffett. But they're working on, Sertera's also working on a line of recreational marijuana. Ooh. Which should be launching if it gets through. We'll so see what wait, happens. what's the, do you know anything about the Jimmy Buffett line? Is it to make you 
Are you a parrot head? Or you <laughs> it's carrot head brandy. It's very fun, like low maintenance, very beachy. We have a picture of the vape pen up on our bungalow or post. You can go see what it looks like. And a link back to the shop. You can go to Cesare and, and look at it. I think a vape pen is like 35 bucks. Uh, yeah. All if, right. If you don't have a medical marijuana card, do not pick up one because it is a federal crime. It's legal. That's what I heard. Go to I Colorado, though, and it's legal. I found one in my street, <laughs> and I had to get rid of it. That's what I'm telling everybody. <laughs> uh, food truck zone designations will be made downtown. This is an extension of what those rideshare hubs We were. talked about this a few weeks ago. So they're going to actually – so those rideshare hubs are around the Orange County History Center, right? History Center is at the Heritage Square is one. It's the biggest one. There's also going to be one at the Orlando Urban Trail and Washington, I believe. All right. And then a third one, which I hadn't previously heard of, is going to be at the Sperry Fountain at Lake Eola. Uh, and they will have designated them as food truck hubs. You guys can't hear what's happening. but <laughs> Party over here at happening. K restaurant. <laughs> Things are happening at <laughs> K restaurant. Um, where food trucks aren't allowed to park in the designated right-of-way, the public right-of-way. So the city has established these three places where food trucks can park. And sell during certain hours of the day really? to help. Uh, and this is part of their rideshare hub program, which is soak up the booze. Is that really what it is? And and like help pass some time. Like maybe you're less prone to getting into fights and doing crazy things. If you're hungry, like if you're eating, wait for your Uber. If totally. you're a vegan hot dog from a truck. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That's all I'm saying about it. I like it. I think it's cool. Only really one of them has a restroom. Sperry Fountain doesn't have a restroom. No, right. Oh, you're Heritage right. Square has one, but it's closed. But they're going to be opening it just for these rideshare hubs. And then uh, the one up on Washington. It's, just, it's like by Tin and Taco. Is that Washington? I don't think it's the right street. I'm yeah, I think so. Uh, Where the Regions Bank is. They're going to have to like rent a restroom. Like those posh stalls for people. They had some restrooms in Paris all over. Everywhere. Like those pay ones. Did you see the ones where it's like a hay bale that you pee on? I didn't see that. There's like fancy ones where I you didn't just see that. There's no walls. It's like a trough. You're basically peeing in a planter. It's a good it idea. Like. I think it's so funny. <laughs> we, we shared that. We saw that happening. We wrote in an appeal to the city that we need more public restrooms. How are we doing on time? Good. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm like feeling this drinks. I'm like I, <laughs> I'm feeling some drinks. You know, I'm just. I don't even know if we're talking about the news anymore at this point. Just two dudes talking. Just chilling. Uh, city hall permitting offices have been completely redone. Yeah, you said they look like co-working spaces. Slash Starbucks. Like, it's so fancy. They have a living wall on one wall. Ooh. They have a selfie wall that's like a map of Orlando. Really? And they have desks, John, in the middle. Like, it's like mobile working. You could just choose a, a space and sit down with a permitting official and, like, chat about what you're is trying this to gonna do. Is going to help like quicken the permitting process? Apparently it is. And and I'll tell you what, when I went in there, I was like excited to be there. I wished I was applying for a permit. <laughs> you <laughs> should apply for a permit. I for something. It. Whatever it is. I wrote down, I was actually leaving, I was dropping off tickets for a city employee who won one of her Instagram contests and I was just and I was hopping in the elevator 
And uh, Mayor Dyer was there. It was just me and Mayor Dyer in the elevator. And he was like, have you seen our permitting offices yet? And I was like, no, Mayor Dyer. He actually fixed my bow tie last no, night at the did. event. Yeah, I no, did. He did. Yeah, so nice. I hosted an event the other night. And uh-huh. he uh, came up and he fixed my bow tie. And uh, we're buds. Intimate moment. We're very, we're buds. <laughs> I've kissed him before. Oh. Yeah. On the mouth? Cheek. Whoa. Working my way over. Who haven't you kissed? Yeah. <laughs> we should have him on. We haven't had him on in a long oh, wow. time. Let's go visit him. Well, he's got a campaign now, so it's political. True. So he's got to pay for it. Yeah, all right. Write him a letter, John. All right. You want to invite him? Let's invite we him. Haven't, when was the last? We talked to him. Some sort of anniversary, right? It was like the third episode we did or no, something. No, it was later than that. Was it? Yeah. It was awesome. Out on his but patio. we were on his patio. and No, we should have him back. Okay. I'm in. Uh, Chatham Boulevard in Paramore will soon become Felix Cosby Avenue, which is named after a principal who was born in Paramore in a home, uh, taught there for like his whole life. Jones High School, uh, West, something, something. I can't remember right All now. Right. Uh, and then eventually died there. And amazing man and he was fighting to end racial discrimination and incorporation he started the first uh negro baseball league here in town and i didn't make up that name it's just what it was called (laughs) (laughs) and just seems like a wonderful person and so we actually talked about this john and i had a question for you so this morning i was on the first of all i don't even know where that street is it's uh close it's okay there's a city stadium yep and then there's that little one by the church that everybody cuts yep. up if they're going to the yard. Yep. The next one eastward of that okay. is the one that's going to be renamed. By the bar? By the, the yeah. yard bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. one up from the yard bar. All right. So in this process of renaming, it just made me think, because this morning we recorded, it's actually already aired tonight. Uh, we did the WCFPBS News night. I'm on that revolving panel. Just a uh-huh. little shout out. But on that, we talked about uh, like names, the importance of names. Yes. And whether division needs to be renamed. Division Street, which is a street through Paramore, right? And which so has a history of being the basically dividing line between white Orlando and black Orlando from a long time ago. Yeah, but still and applies. still today, and then to some degree, by I four, which runs parallel yep. to division, which is literally like the Great Wall of China. It is, if you think about it, keeping people from going over to the west. I I don't think that's any mistake. That no, went right alongside Division Avenue. Um, so reinforced even today. I just was wondering what you thought. You know, like we're renaming a smaller street after this man. What are your feelings? You can pass. You take a mulligan if so you want to talk. No, about no, it. I will. So, so why sh- are we? Is it we see these renamings? It used to be Chatham. Now it's going to be Felix Cosby. Yes. Uh, do you think we should rename something like Division? So after this has a local been a hero? thing for years. I right. mean, this is not a new thing. I, I want to say two, three years ago, this came up, and okay. they talked about should we rename Division Street? Right, is it Street. I street. can't remember. It's Avenue. Avenue street. Street. I think street. it's Street. And uh, the idea was to call it. I, I, we talked about this Unity or, or something like that. It was a. Should we rename this street to something more positive? And if I remember right, there was sort of a, a discussion in the neighborhood. Uh, should we rename it? And they had like a vote, but I don't know how serious the vote was. I don't either because it didn't happen. 
if I remember right, the the vote Very was 50. like 50-50. Yes. It, it was split in half, and so they said, well, let's just keep it how it is. So here's my take on it. Uh, I guess I, as somebody who doesn't live there, I don't feel like I have a say in it. Like, I can have an opinion, I think I that's guess. a cop-out. Just what's your opinion? Well, what's no, opinion? my opinion is I think the people that live there should be the ones that get that to decide it? what they want as their city or their, their street. Because I live in College Park. I mean, right. I wouldn't want you to rename Silver Star because I live off of Silver Star. Where the street I live on, I live on Pinewood. So I wouldn't want you, Brendan. it's like a landmark street. You know, well, it's not even that. Like, you don't live in my neighborhood. So how dare you say what my street should be called? I have a feeling I about it. I have a it? feeling about it. I guess yeah. my feeling is, no, I guess my feeling is let let your community decide what your street should be called. All right. And if you if a consensus says, you know what, this is, we shouldn't have it be called Division because that is a, that is a, uh. It's sort of a throwback to how we've been divided. And then, yeah, let's change it to whatever, unity, whatever. I don't care what you call it. But if, if, if more people in the neighborhood say, yeah, like it's been called Division. Right. I've lived on Division for 100 years. I want to stay living on Division. So be it. So I, maybe that is a cop-out. I don't know. But I just I feel like the, the people that it's live there. It's only a cop-out because I want to hear you get in trouble. Well, I just feel like the people that live there should should be the first be ones, the ones that get yeah. to decide, not somebody that lives away from there. Okay. So that's because <laughs> you're a better person than I am. <laughs> I have an opinion, and my opinion is that it's a piece of history, right? Uh-huh. Um, and this is so weird because it really par- like parallels the discussion about like Confederate memorials. In reality, Division Avenue is very similar to a Confederate memorial, yeah. right? Removing a Confederate memorial and putting it in the cemetery, which is exactly what happened. In Orlando. In Orlando. Uh, Johnny Reb, the statue was moved from Lake Eola, very public space, and then put somewhere, also a public space, but out of the way. Yeah. Where people aren't going to see it. The reason I bring this up is because on the conversation today, uh, Shannon Green from Orlando Sentinel was saying how she felt, she's a person of color, uh, felt like there's no place for it. It's it's a little bit hateful. Uh, we should. It's historic. Put it in a museum. That's where history things belong. Uh-huh. This is a public space. Let's put something else there that enhances the conversation. Which I hear and I understand. I also don't think anyone's going to go to a museum. I work with museums here. I know the numbers. I think it's more important to keep something like that in people's faces so they can see it and learn from it. The difference is that we can change the conversation in the context around it, maybe like presented in some sort of like installation or like you treat the like no longer division or like you put something there like a statue of someone tearing it down. I just I think there's like a way to change the conversation where it's still in your face and you're still confronted with it uh, without putting it in a museum where nobody's gonna see it so what if you what if what if it's renamed to honor somebody who's from that community is that okay i also like that so like i love this local history thing that we're that prompted this discussion i don't even know who this is felix cosby the more maybe i will learn you can go to bungalow.com and read about it i could find i found some photos of them but they were owned by the sentinel so i didn't like reappropriate them uh but just a really interesting man who really gave back to the city fought discrimination uh, I, I feel like he deserves a bigger street. <laughs> I just don't under 
I don't know. It's just I'm still coming to terms with my feelings around the process. And while also being very aware of the fact that I'm just some white dude who lives on the east side of Orlando uh, with feelings about someone else's street name. Yeah. Uh, and, and who cares what I have to say about it? But I care. I care. I care about the history of the community. Yeah. I care about the future of the people who live in that community. And I feel like every little piece of history that shows the context of where they're living now and why they're living there and why they're living the way they are because of the historical, uh, I almost cussed there, cusses things <laughs> that happened to them to, to make that the way it is now. I think that's important. The fact that it was a literally called division is important. Um, and there's more division, there's division avenues and division streets all across the country. Yeah. It just it it plays into this conversation of do, things like we have a lynching grow, memorial but, but, coming. But downtown. do you ever grow out of it? Do you ever say, "Look, like we're not divided like we used to be. Right now, it's time to be united." I don't know, and I get that, like trying to reshape the conversation and progress and move on from something like that. But I also think people will just forget. Yeah, and I. But is that is that a bad thing? To is that forget a bad about thing it? To forget about that? To say, look, we've. I don't want to say for, maybe forget's not the right word. Like we've moved on from these I divisions. Do. I do, and I think it's actually because you're already seeing the city and city organizations treating Paramore like an extension of downtown. Yeah, and I feel like by removing that boundary, this imaginary boundary of a road in the name of the road, sets it up to make it easier for it just to become downtown okay there's already rumors of like church street main street taking over paramore as an extension of their main street we don't know if that's really happening yet yeah um i think that's an even bigger disservice we're running out of time we, uh, so we'll to talk about events uh but i'm glad we had that conversation john yeah. thanks thanks for talking to me about it that's what we're all about that's right i'm bungalow on the bus getting drunk and talking about real things um, what's going on this weekend? We should probably we'll talk do about the events. events. We only yeah. have a couple. Okay, let's do it. If you have, this is this is gonna get you wet, John. <laughs> <laughs> if you have old electronics and you need to get rid of them, this is your chance. Just throw them out in the, in the garbage can. <laughs> right? no, I'm just kidding. Earth Day is happening this weekend. It is. Uh, Central Florida Earth Day. It's happening 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Saturday. All around Lake Yo, It's free. Just to walk around. Hundreds of vendors giving you things printed on paper. Uh, go pick them up. Cover their eyes if they see some videos of, of why you should be vegan. It's very sad. Don't throw anything away at Lake Yolo. No, no. I saw some some TV stories a few years ago <laughs> about how there was so much foam. After Earth Day. That was crazy. Wasn't Part of that was there before, thing? though. Well, it was also like the water was low and things. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of yeah. things. Uh, anyway, electronics. Uh, there is a drive. It's called Repurpose. You can donate old electronics, primarily things that connect to the internet, like a tablet, a phone, an old computer. This group uh, will fix them up, wipe them clean, and then donate them to local kids because it turns right. out kids don't. They want old technology. <laughs> But 35% of local children are not able to connect to the internet. Right. They don't have a computer. They don't have I internet. Joke, but I joke. I know not, you yeah. do. I know. <laughs> that just means you have a conscience that yeah. you just felt bad right there. Uh, you can donate. I think you should look them up. It's called Repurpose. They're going to be at Earth Day. 
Uh, you already missed them at City Hall today during the during the day. Evening Exchange is still happening right now at East End Market. Go check them out. Tons of workshops. Super fun. Witches and Wizards Market. Is that Hourglass Brewing? That sounds interesting. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter themed like market. Locals. It's going to be a lot of like nerds. It. Nerds selling <laughs> things and wizard sleeves. Uh, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm going to be with the Easter Bonnet Jubilee. What's that? It's the gayest. I just told Jim Colbert this yesterday. It's the gayest event of the year. People wear like giant Easter bonnets made of weird things like kiddie pools. And then they go on a bar crawl through Ivanhoe Village, John. And I'm going to be there. We start at the venue at 8 p.m. You pay 20 bucks. It's a fundraiser for the Barber Fund, which is a local cancer charity. Uh, and then we're just going to drink our way through Ivanhoe Village with nice. big crazy hats. It'll be fun. Uh, the ninth annual Pause for Peace, Pause with P-A-W-S. Yeah. Pause for Peace walk is happening at Blue Jacket Park, 8 to 11 a.m., 30 bucks. Tons of animal charities. People telling you how to be a better pet owner. Which how to brush your dog, which is something I should learn. Poor thing. Uh, Pizza Palooza. I heard about this world record. We'll see. Oh my gosh, we, I have like five to fifty seconds. Pizza. Oh yeah. Break the. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta wrap ever. up. Noon to four p.m. Church Street. One year anniversary. Claddock Cottage. Three to close. And smoke cella at Celine. It's just what it sounds like. A four twenty event. <laughs> Leon Bridges at H O B. That's House of Blues. Fifty bucks. Six p.m. Easter Hunt and Brunch at Alphonse Inn, 69 bucks, 10 to 3 p.m. at Alphonse Inn. And then Hammered Lamb is having their adult Easter egg hunt, 10 a.m. all day. They're going to have live music, an actual egg hunt at 1 p.m. with a bunch of drunk adults. Go check it out. Nice. Thanks, K Restaurant. Thank you. This is so good at K. So we good. Such great food. Chef and, Chad uh, was a treat. Rusty was crazy. I think he had touched my nipple. Touched more than my nipple. My heart. And, uh, and more than my heart. More south. <laughs> Your belly button? Farther Thanks. south. Thanks for being here, John. We gotta go.